twisted tales of fairy. Be warned, all, that these are not the tales your parents told. So be brave of heart and sure of will, for the gypsy tells all tales, and only some of them are true. Once upon a time, long, long ago, there was a village that stood near a thick, dark, and eerie forest. On the edge of that village stood a small white cottage, the home of a pretty girl who had long since grown up with beautifully long red flowing hair. This young woman of beauty and charm was known to all as Little Red. Now, Little Red wore a riding hood cape no matter where she went, no matter if she walked or rode, no matter if there was sunshine or rain. And on one dark and dreary day, as Little Red sat on the bench in their garden, her mother called out, Red, come here a moment. Grandma has become ill, and I need you to take her this basket of biscuits and cakes. All right, mother, Little Red joyfully replied. Springing from the bench, she skipped to where her mother stood waiting patiently by. But you must be very careful. There are evil things that lurk in the dark forest. Stay on the path that leads through the forest and never leave it. Go straight to Grandma's house and do not tarry along the path. Do not fear, Mother. I will run all the way there. Best heed my warning, my dear. And do not forget so no harm will come to you. Handing her the basket and walking her to the garden gate, her mother gave her a kiss and waved. Goodbye, Red. Remember, stay to the path. I will, Mother. I will. As Little Red trotted down the path, her mother stood and watched until she faded away into the dark and eerie forest. Hmm. She has to be the bravest. It wasn't long, and the deeper Red went, the damper and darker the forest grew. The sounds of forest creatures grew louder as more joined in on their chorus of gloom. Awful noises these creatures make! She exclaimed as she continued down the winding narrow path. I better keep moving. I best not be late. As she continued in the direction that she was headed, she hummed a merry song. <laughs> Way up ahead, Little Red could see a large ray of light beaming through the dense forest canopy. She came to a small clearing that was full of sunshine and warmth. The grass was green and lush. It caught her attention and she decided to stop because of all the wondrous things that small glade held. Oh my! Look at these lovely strawberries! They're so red! As red and lush as the color of blood! Forgetting what her mother had said, Little Red left the safety of the path to have a better look in the clearing and at the strawberries that were so inviting. I can't believe that they're so very large and so ripe. They look so deliciously yummy. I can't stand it. Laying her basket down on the edge of the path, Little Red went to the middle of the clearing. There, standing above the strawberry patch, she bent over and picked the ripest one she could find. 
As she raised it to her mouth, the rich, sweet smell drifted to her nose, clouded her mind, and made her mouth water with anticipation. As the soft flesh of the fruit touched her lips, she slowly bit into it. The juice trickled onto her tongue, and at that moment a tingling ran from her head down to her toes and made her body quiver. One after another, Little Red ate from the strawberry patch in the glade. Stopping to catch her breath, she remembered the promise to her mother, the basket, and her grandma. She darted back to the path, grabbing the basket, and headed once more down the path. As time went on, and she went farther and farther, the forest became darker and darker. Then suddenly she stopped. To her amazement, the most beautiful birds and butterflies darted and flitted from bush to bush and tree to tree. Oh, how nice it would be to catch you! She stood motionless for some time, looking on until she noticed a small patch of wild flowers growing just off the path. The fragrant smell of the mix of daisy, carnations, and roses filled the air. So soft and so beautiful. I bet Gran would love these. I'll pick her some. Little Red went about picking the best of the flowers, paying no mind to where she was, and wandered off the path. Oh, these will do nicely. These should cheer her up. <gasps> Little Red was frightened by a large pair of monstrous eyes that glowed like blue flames and peered out at her from the brush. I have to get back to the path and run far from here. Little Red ran and ran and ran until she once again was on the path. Oh, young pretty girl, where are you going, all alone in the forest? I'm, I'm going to my grandma's house at the end of the path. She's very sick and by herself. I'm taking her biscuits and cakes. Oh, that's terrible to be sick. Her being all alone. Yes. It is awful. She won't take help from strangers, so we have to tend to her. Well, I'm sure that you'll cheer her up. Time for me to leave. Maybe we'll meet again one day. Little Red continued down the path at a slow, cautious pace, while the wolf had quickly disappeared back into the forest. I'll get there ahead of her. Take care of the grandma, and wait to take care of、uh, Little Red. The wolf darted off with an unnatural swiftness and ran straight for Grandma's house. As the thought of fresh blood made his mouth water, his heart beat faster with excitement, and the blue flames in his eyes burned brighter. It wasn't long before the wolf found himself standing at Grandma's door. I wonder who that could be. I don't believe I have company coming today. Uh, who is it? No answer. Mustn't be important. Well, damn it! Who the hell is it? It's me, Grandma, Little Red. I brought you some biscuits and cakes because you're ill. Well, all right. Don't dawdle, child. 
Lift the latch and come in. The poor old woman was unaware that anything was amiss until a large figure hovered over her bed. Her eyes widened as her chin dropped and fear had taken over her entire body. She drew her last breath as the wolf pounced and ripped her head from her shoulders. Blood was everywhere. Now it wasn't long before Little Red arrived, and when she approached the door, she noticed that it was ajar. Being inquisitive but cautious, Little Red pushed on the door. Grandma, Grandma, can I come in? Come in, child. Little Red entered the small cottage and made her way to Grandma's room. Seeing a figure sitting in a chair next to the bed, she approached. What a deep voice you have, Grandma! You must certainly be ill. Better to greet you, eh? Grandma, your eyes are like the blue flames of a fire. The better to see you, eh, my dear. And your hands—they're so large. The better to hug you. What a very large mouth you have, Lichen. The better to eat you, eh? At the same moment, the werewolf jumped from the chair. Little Red, with her own unnatural ability of speed, moved out of the way at the same split second. The werewolf flew past her, crashing into the wall, knocking over a table and lamp. You're a very quick one. The better to drink your blood. Red flames ignited in her eyes as long fangs grew from her mouth. The werewolf sprang once more, only to meet another wall as Little Red moved out of the way at the last second. Time to die, Lichen. Little Red quickly moved behind the werewolf before he could get up. Jumping on his back, Little Red reached up and twisted his head from his shoulders. That's the end of that. I'm afraid not. <gasps> Little Red was surprised by the dark, deep voice that came from behind her. A hunter in the woods happened by the cottage and heard the loud noise. What did you do to my brother, you demon? What any respectable vampire would do, put him out of his misery. Just as the hunter began to change into a werewolf, a large crack sounded off in the room. The hunter's eyes crossed, his body twitched, and he fell face first into the floor, revealing a large axe embedded deep within the back of his skull. Now, what did I tell you? There are evil things that lurk in the dark forest. Stick to the safety of the path. <laughs> Twisted Tales of Fairy, Little Red in the Riding Hood, written by Dave Frizzell, produced by Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard. Post-produced by Alex Gilmore, starring Tanya Milejevic as Red, Terry Cooper as narrator, Kim Giannopoulos as mother, Russell Gold as the wolf, Al Asiochi as grandmother, and Gareth Bowley as the hunter. Music by Kevin McLeod of Incompitech.com. This has been a production of Gypsy Audio. www.gypsyaudio.org 2010 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0.